My jackboots are new. The latest ultralight material out of Hong Kong's synthetics district. And they make a strange squeaking sound against the hospital floor. It's the kind of sound that might gather snickers or a raised eyebrow. But no one looks at me. At least not on purpose. I stroll past the ICU desk, taking my time, breathing in the antiseptic smell that masks the odor of death held back by machines and drugs and round-the-clock care. The nurses duck their heads and study their charts, ignoring me, as if catching my eye might mean I'm coming to collect their debt, rather than Mr. Henry's in room 301. The floor is so highly polished that I see the reflection of my trench coat running ahead of me, black as a midnight grave, a spook that lives on the surface of the off-scrub tiles. It reaches the door to 301 before me and disappears in the dim, flickering light coming from the room. The spook has gone back to where he belongs, into the dark recesses of my soul, assuming I still have one. If I was a betting man, I would say the odds of having a soul keep getting longer with every transfer I do. The older debt collectors, the ones who are still alive, don't have anything shining out of their dull glass eyes, even when they're hyped up on a transfer. There's no telling what my eyes look like. I stopped looking in the mirror a long time ago. Mr. Henry's hooked up in all the usual places. Tubes in his arms and monitor patches hovering over his temples and the blue-veined skin of his chest. His knobbed knees and shriveled legs stick out the end of the blanket. I don't know if he's tossed the blanket aside or the nurse just forgot to cover him up again after his sponge bath or whatever they do to prepare patients for a debt transfer. Goosebumps raise the hair on what's left of his legs into a small forest of gray fur. I tug the thin white weave blanket over his exposed legs and Mr. Henry opens his eyes. They're pale green and watery, washed out and used up like the rest of him. You've come for me, he says. I pick up one of the hard-backed plastic hospital chairs, the kind that make you uncomfortable sticking around the ICU, just in case all the death waiting to happen doesn't do the trick. I carefully set it down, backward-facing at the head of Mr. Henry's bed, and settle in. I don't answer him. Just study him for a moment, over my laced fingers. What's your name, son? He asks which makes me lean back and mentally check over his file again. No, he's not an Alzheimer's patient. He shouldn't think I'm his son. And I'm only twenty. But no one's mistaken me for a boy in a while. Not since I started collecting. Lyrium, I say. It's just my collector name. Short for delirium. Some punk collector thought it was funny when we went through training, and it stuck. I don't use my real name anymore so it's as good as any. Most people don't ask. Is it going to hurt, Miriam? His hand wanders out from the blanket, shaking a little and fluttering around his chest, like it's searching for something. Then it lands on the rail of his bed and grips it. No, sir. Relief gushes through me like water from a busted hose. When patients have been properly prepared, that's the question they ask. It means they're ready. I should thank the nurses on the way out, if I can get one of them to look at me. It won't hurt at all, Mr. Henry. In fact, it will be a relief. 
This isn't really true, but I imagine it will be better than what he's feeling now, all the aches and pains of the cancer slowly eating him from the inside out. This is where I usually tell them that transferring out is a good thing, and how paying their debt will make the world a better place. I tell them it's better for everyone. They get relief from having to live the last painful stages of their disease. They're no longer a drain on the resources of the world, and someone else, someone in the height of their productivity, whose contributions to the world will be long-lasting, will receive their debt and do even more with it than they can imagine. And I get my cut. Everybody wins. I usually leave out that last part.